Hi, this is Allison Kearns, and you're listening to Call to Connect. This podcast is a platform for everyday people and their stories, a bridge to connect each other and to just share life. All of us working together brings out the best in one another. Hi, friends. Welcome to Call to Connect. I am so happy to have you join us today, and I am so excited to introduce to you my new friends, Bo and Shannon Nee Warner. They are new friends of mine, as I said, and so I'm excited to chat with them today and um, hear more of their story, and I'm excited for you all to get to know them as well. They have a podcast called I Am Truth and Love, where singleness plus intimacy equal family. Bo and Shanna speak the truth and love without compromising the gospel of the kingdom. They are passionate about curbing the divorce rate by taking family back to the original intent. Marriage is only as good as the two people in it. So let's welcome Bo and Shanna to Call to Connect. Welcome, you two. Hi. Hi. Thanks for having us. Yeah, we're Yay. excited to be here. I am so excited to get to know you better, as I said, um, and I'm excited that I am actually getting to know you better as we chat. So that's it's it's exciting to me. So um, without any further ado, let's get into your story. Yeah. All right. So um, we have been married for seven years. And uh, just the way we, we pursued our relationship from the beginning, we've always just been very passionate about marriage and um, just kind of doing things in uh, – in a way that isn't popular to the world and society, um, more of like leaning on what God is saying, um, you know, family and marriage and relationships should be. And um, so we've just been very passionate about learning um, different ways to communicate and learning how to become more intimate and just walking through some of those more difficult times Um and getting on the other end of it and then being able to say, okay, that's, that was really good. Like that was hard, but it was good. And so we learned from that. And, um, so we've just, we've talked for several years about, um, creating, you know, kind of just a family business where we're doing marriage coaching and parenting coaching and, um, working with, um, young unmarried people and everything and just helping people become, um, who God called them to be and their, um, like their whole person. And so that's kind of, uh, where all this started and we're a new podcast, um, too. We just started, um, this summer and we're about 10 episodes in and, um, just having fun getting a lot of over the last seven years, that content that we've really just been soaking in, um, kind of getting it out and flushing it out. And, um, so you want to add anything? our story, Bo? Yeah, for sure. So, you know, we've been married seven years, like uh, Shanna had said, and, uh, you know, we just started doing some uh, one-on-one, like, intensive coaching with with couples who mm-hmm. are a couple years in their marriage, which we'll get more into that here in a second. Uh, but one of the things that's, that's really cool is uh, when when I was young, I didn't want anything to do with marriage uh, because of several, you know, things that I saw and observed when I was growing up. And so when I was 19, there was like a a shift for me to where I was like, dude, I want to, I want to be the best husband and the best father I can be. You know, I want to, I want to start now. And so we didn't get married to her 25, but from 19 to 25, I had like a hyper focus on what do I need to do to become the right person kind of deal. 
And so that's, uh, you know, seven years of marriage, but there's like an iceberg beneath that of uh, the reason we're passionate about uh, this topic. And um, so, yeah, this has uh, been really exciting. At New Year's, we had a bunch of college students over at our house and we did a worship night. It was, it was really powerful. And we challenged everybody like during this this next time, like seek God and get what's one word you want this year to be? What's one one word you want to kind of define this year for you? And what Shanna got was intentionality. Mm-hmm. And what I got was action. And uh, those two things married and kind of gave birth to a lot of these projects that we're doing. So we've been like pregnant for a couple of years with all this stuff. We've been talking about this for a long time and we're just now starting to just move forward on a lot of this stuff. And so super exciting. Yeah. You're birthing, right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. We've really enjoyed like over the last several months, we've been working with several couples and um, just seeing how we're stepping into what we're naturally called to, like it's so natural to um, just walk couples through um, just, you know, working on their communication and working on um, how they think. And uh, you know, when you have, when you have two different people, like you're, you're going to have conflict and you're going to have issues come up, but how do you um, make that work so that you're not, um, fighting and becoming, um, indifferent because indifference is the thing that like kills marriages, you know, when you get to that point, um, that's what kills marriages. So our focus isn't on like you're at bottom and, um, you're, you know, getting ready to go up to the court and, you know, file for divorce. Our focus is, you know, marriages that are, are good, but you just want a tune up. Um, you know, just something to uh, kind of spruce things up a little bit and to think about things. You know, you have most people go through premarital counseling and um, they get all of this information and probably a lot of the information that we're giving, but you don't have a lot of that relational debt um, at that point. So, talking about like communicating and fighting about the little things. Like we always joke about, we, we fight about, um, or we used to like, uh, him using my towel or leaving the towel on the floor after, you know, the shower or something, you know, like those little things that are like, but it just starts to grate on you and then it just gets more and more. And so you're starting to nag. Um, so you're not having those in premarital counseling and you're like, we're not going to fight about that. Like, no way. And then you get, you know, a year to, you know, a few years in, and then you're fighting about those things and more little things and, you know, just more. And so getting that uh, kind of just a few years in and like, hey, let's just have a tune up and see where y'all are at now and kind of work on some of those things. What can you adjust to make um, your marriage even better and more intimate? Um, to to last, you know, giving you those tools yeah. that you need. Mm-hmm. I love that, that the idea of the tune-up. You know, if you picture somebody that's uh, like a basketball player and they're shooting it and they just keep missing, somebody comes up and they they say, "Man, if you just turn your wrist like just a little bit and you and you lean back and you bend your knees, you know, it'll go in every time." And and I've kind of experienced something like that. Just like the littlest tweak can like make it to where it's so much easier to make the make the ball in the hoop. And uh, one of the things uh, we went through when I was younger, I went through Dave Ramsey's 
um, stuff. Mm, uh, yeah. piece. And um, somebody paid for it for me. Uh, I didn't have any debt. I uh, barely had a, an income. And it was like, wow, this is cool stuff. And then it was uh, several years later, um, me and my wife had a combined $90,000 in debt. We both had big kid jobs. We had incomes. And uh, we purchased the Dave Ramsey like financial piece. And I can't even explain the amount of impact that had on our marriage mm-hmm. in, at the beginning. And it's like, wait a second. I went through all this stuff. Or I already knew this stuff, air mm-hmm. quotes. But the problem was I didn't have anything to like apply those principles to. And so that's the analogy we have with um, what Shannon was just describing. Uh, and what's funny is uh, we have a couple right now we're taking through this uh, this assessment and this kind of nine week course we do. And uh, I actually did their premarital counseling for them. And uh, we're like two, two years into marriage. Three. They're three years into marriage. And, uh, and we're on our second session with them. And their mind was just being blown with some of the stuff we were talking about because I believe they have relational debt and they have things for those principles to land on to where they can like begin to shift and like, Oh my gosh, that's so true. Yeah. And it's just like, it's just those little tweaks of if you just turn it just a little bit. Like it'll be conflict will be this much better. And it's not about not having conflicts about having better conflict. And those little things can make giant impacts if there's something for them to land on, you know, yeah. they have something for those principles to land on. So yeah, he told them that he told them, uh, Man, when you wouldn't it have been nice if the person who did your premarital counseling would have told you all of this? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's like, what were they thinking, or what are they not thinking? <laughs> they were like, "Yeah, that guy was horrible." Oh wow! Well, you don't know what you don't know, right? Yeah, yeah. I love what you said. Better conflict. Like, I really feel like it's healthy, but it to have it, but to have it in a healthy way. So yeah. I like that. So one of the things Shanna said is becoming, becoming indifferent is, is literally one of the, the psychologists and, and everybody say that's one of the biggest like markers for, um, you know, future divorce in that couple. Mm. And so like, if you're, if you're angry, um, and if you're, everything's good, like those, you know, be angry and send not like those are, mm-hmm. you can have all that. But when you become mm-hmm. like, defensive and indifferent and you begin to like harden your heart because you're getting hurt and you're not having those, those conflict. Uh, that's when over time you can become real distant and get to where you're more roommates than you are. You know, that that's the number one intimacy killer. And so again, it's not about avoiding conflict or less conflict. It's about better conflict because you need to be having those, you're two separate people and you're going to be having different ideas and you're going to be having these little, you know, micro conflicts and you need to figure out the best way to have those, not try to avoid them or think you're going to ever not have them anymore and feel Mm -hmm. discouraged because you are still fighting about the towel seven years later. Yeah. Yes. (laughs) Or not want to even have the the conversations because you don't care. And that's the indifference. Or just assume that person must not care because we've been talking about this for seven years and he's still, you know, still doesn't get it. So we talk a lot about having those micro negotiations. um, Okay. So for us, for instance, whenever that kept happening and it just kept driving me crazy, he's like, I'm not doing this on purpose. Like my brain just isn't there. Next time we'll, can you, can you, you know, just come in and um, jokingly just say, 
babe, like again, and just show me the towel and I'll go put it up and that'll just keep reminding me. And so flipping it to like, instead of I'm just getting upset and nagging him, like I've been given permission to go and just, it, it, it makes it a little more fun rather than getting upset and like being in the bathroom and just being like, he just never puts up his towel and he just doesn't care anything about anything. And, um, that that's easy to get into. But if you have those conversations like this bothers me and we need to fix it. And so talking about, okay, what can we do to make it different? Do we need to put them on separate places? So you don't use my towel. That was my idea. (laughs) (laughs) I use my towel. I was like, I literally just grabbed the towel. If you put your towel over there, I won't ever use it. But if it's on this side, I'm probably going to need to. If it's close. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, that's just, you know, a funny thing, Uh but that's a legitimate thing. Oh, sure it is. Probably fight about, you know. Yes, it totally is. And I feel like when you have that intentionality of, I'm going to, I'm going to go into this with a heart of humor and love and grace, because I know they're well-intended. They just forgot, or maybe they were in a hurry because they were running late for work. Then not only is it helping that instance, but it's creating a framework for the next thing that pops up that gets under your skin. Yeah. And so you're able to, to feel like you can communicate together and tell them like, this bothers me. So he's not getting mad that I'm like telling him or nagging him and I'm not afraid to go and tell him something and vice versa. Like we're able to say like, "Mm, the way you did that really bothered me. I don't like it. And we're able to, there, there may be tension there for a minute, but we're able to, um, that better conflict thing, like let's talk through it, but on the other side and we actually become more intimate, even in the small things. Like we become closer. We're able to talk more about things and feel more open. Um, and I think the more open and the more vulnerable you feel with your spouse and um, the more you can do that, the the better um, your communication can be and just kind of all those areas. Um, we're so afraid to be vulnerable with each other because, I mean, it literally is like you could get hurt, you know, like if you're leaving yourself wide open, um, if you're, you know, just thinking about in um, like a war situation, like if you leave yourself vulnerable, like you're going to get attacked and, and beat down. So to think about that, like in a marriage to allow yourself to be vulnerable, even if it's something silly um, or that you feel like it's silly, like I don't need to tell him that, like he's just going to think I'm crazy um, and you hold it in then you're holding in a little bit of um, bitterness and then things start building up. If I open that up and say, this is silly, I know it is, but this really bothered me the way you said this, it really does lead to to more communication and better intimacy and more trust with each other. Yeah, and communication is key to life in it, it even is. in every relationship, yeah. Wow. So how have you seen God working in this? Is this, is this a, um, like if people wanted to get connected with this coaching that you offer? The first part of the question we'll answer first with the, how have we seen God in this? Um, you know, it was, uh, it was Shanna that kind of took the first step. Again, we've been dreaming about this for, for a while and see ourselves at some point transitioning into, this is what we do with our lives is uh, invest in 
in uh, in marriages um, and people that are uh, so that that tagline that you read singleness plus intimacy equals family that's kind of three of the areas that we really are passionate about the like the individuals in the marriage are the key to a strong marriage and so even mm-hmm. um, another quote that I really uh, I really like is we do more maintenance and healing than we do preparation when it comes to marriage. And so that's an aspect mm. of all this that we're really passionate about is the individual mm. even before they're married. Like I had, mm. I had the, from 19 to 25, like really a lot of experience in like, how do you become the right person instead of like trying to find the right person? So that's another like kind of branch of, mm-hmm. of that whole thing. But um, Shanna took the, uh, took the first step in this and was like, we're going to, we're just, we're starting a blog. Like we're just going to start there. We're going to, we need to do something. Mm-hmm. And uh, that was a, <laughs> that was a bad experience. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> Working together and writing was not, this is much more our, um, our area of uh, favor, I guess. <laughs> was, mm-hmm. uh, and creating a website was, oh my gosh, we have a website. I am truthandlove.com. And uh, oh, nice. it's a WordPress website and I'm not very like savvy in that area. So I literally had a YouTube video pulled up and every like 10 seconds pausing it, doing what the guy said to do. And <laughs> I was like, well, make, good for you making it work. And we, yeah. had, you know, we put yeah, out that's, a couple. Thank God for the YouTube people. Oh right? yeah, for sure. <laughs> uh, you know, we put out a couple of blog posts, but what that did, and this, it's a super powerful thing is like, once you're moving, then God can like direct you where to go, yeah. you know? And so because we took that step, it kind of led to the next thing, led to the next thing. Um, and so that's kind of, then we, you know, went the podcast route. And uh, one of the biggest reasons, uh, several reasons we're doing the podcast is um, one of them for sure is to uh, be able to like crystallize the things that we're thinking. At some point, we'll be able to write a book because we've articulated all the stuff that we've been planning out, you know, been kind of practicing and, and doing and, and, uh, and there's been several times where it's like, Oh, I wish I could have like talked to that person about Mm -hmm. that, like how this helped us. And it's just not very like practical to do that. And so by having it, getting it out there and before every podcast, we, you know, spend a good amount of time praying Holy spirit, like whoever needs to hear this, you know, you speak to them what they need to hear. And, uh, and so one of the ways we've seen God work is, you know, I'll be walking out of McDonald's and somebody in our, in big spring will come up to me where we live and be like, Hey man, I've been looking, we've been, uh, I've been listening to your podcast and it's been like so good for my marriage. Thank you so much. And so if we wouldn't have created the podcast, it would, I know that guy, I see that guy all the time, but I wouldn't have necessarily had the opportunity to share some of those principles. But now that it's out there, God has the ability to, to work with that, you know? So, yes, come on. Yeah. Little steps of obedience, right? Yeah. Yeah. I feel I visualize it like when you go to take a step, how you have the one foot on the ground and the other foot in the air for a split second. And as you're stepping and that one foot is in the air and the other foot's on the ground, like God will pivot that foot on the ground as you're moving. And those slight adjustments make a massive change over time. You know what I mean? Just a smallest degree in a turn. And, um, but uh, someone moving is easier 
to move than someone standing still. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Yay. Wow. That's exciting. So how do people get connected with um, what you offer you with the services that y'all offer? Um, Is it on the website? Not yet. We have a a Facebook page. I am truth and love that we try and be pretty active on and um, an email address. I am truth and love at gmail.com. So we're still solidifying a lot of um, the things that we're, we're doing because practically um, being able to do one-on-ones all the time um, isn't um, super practical for our lifestyle right now. And so we're trying to, um, you know, do maybe some group coaching and things like that, but definitely, you know, um, using those platforms to reach out to us um, uh, to see what we, what we are offering and what we have. Yeah. And so really right now what we're doing is we are um, through the podcast gaining like authority. Like this is something that we're passionate about. This is something that God called us to. And uh, also the, five, six people we've taken through, like gathering just testimonials. Hey, this is how this has worked in other people's lives. And, uh, and our vision is to, um, to create a, um, just an online group where we do like a, a year long deal where people walk through and, um, our baby's crying by the way. <laughs> oh, that's okay. Yeah. So, this is real life. <laughs> real life. And, uh, so, what that'll look like is like at the beginning of the month, we'll do a video, like let's say we're doing conflict this month and there'll be a bunch of stuff throughout that month. And then the next month we'll do something. And so that's kind of the direction we're heading. Uh, but till we get there, the, like Shanna said, the Facebook page, uh, the email, um, you can find us on, on Facebook. We have an Instagram um, that we're not as active on yet. <laughs> Uh, but that's the best way to, to connect with us. And something that we're um, actually getting ready to, to get really serious about, like I said, we're, we're real passionate about the, um, so here's how this came up. We were, you know, doing a lot of stuff uh, for married people and we did this uh, make out challenge. Oh yeah. By the way, did y'all join that? You and your husband? <laughs> no, we did not. <laughs> not. Not yet or did not? Yeah, not yet. <laughs> yeah, not yet. <laughs> But yeah, so the makeout challenge came off of one of our podcasts talking about micro negotiations. You do the small things and how they can lead to bigger things. And it was just a fun thing. Uh, and it's like mm-hmm. 30 seconds for 30 days, make out with your spouse kind of mm-hmm. thing. And it like kind of went mini viral. <laughs> like, wow. A lot of like comments and just funny, like, oh my gosh, there's gonna be so many babies in so many months and just... Yeah. <laughs> there's a lot of a lot of stuff but there was a lot of people that were like oh man like can't wait till i find my spouse like oh what about what about us single people like what about like there was just a lot of that and we're like super passionate about that group you know but that kind of just sparked uh man we want to create a community um you know you're in a you're in a hundred x we're in a we're in a group it's like a year-long kind of where everybody's going um, okay. like-minded after the same thing. And so, um, that night we, uh, we ended up buying the domain name kingdom, kingdom mingle. And, Ooh, uh, come on. <laughs> we're, uh, probably within a, within a month, two months, we're going to, um, do a couple of challenges, uh, for people who are unmarried and then create a, an online, uh, year long course where, you're not necessarily like 
trying to find the right one. You're trying to become the right one. And the, the course can be centered around that uh, and maximizing those, you know, those years where you're, you can be fully dedicated to the Lord and encouraging and community and all of that. And then uh, once every couple months or once a month, we'll do like mingle nights where uh, everybody in there would know like, hey, this person that's in part of this fun thing we're doing over here is also going through like wanting to become whole themselves. And it kind of just puts the online day thing on its head where you're not like going seeking after somebody, you're just running life together and you might in the process find somebody else yeah. in the same in the same lane as you. Mm-hmm. Um, sure. So That's so exciting. I'm really have, excited have, about it. I have a lot of wonderful single friends in my life that I will definitely be passing on this gold to. Yeah, one of our big messages is singleness and not just for unmarried people, but um, we have an episode dedicated to what that means, but becoming the separate, unique, and whole person, redefining that is not just being you're not married, but so everybody, you know, who's a believer becoming that. Um, So that's a big message for us. And if you have that foundation, then um, it's easier in your marriage, if you have your identity and who you are solidified. Um, yeah. Like it's almost, in our society, it's like um, attached to single is alone. Like if you're single, then you're alone. And it's like, wait a second. If you read through scripture, it doesn't, you don't get that idea. You know, that's not, it's not a biblical concept. And uh, so trying to divorce, divorce those two. And we know a lot of people who are married who are the most alone people on the planet. And so if you're uncareful, and the church hasn't done a good job of uh, articulating this. And if anything, the church is horrible about like, you're not married yet. Oh gosh, there's something wrong with you. Mm-hmm. And, <laughs> you know, we're real, mm-hmm. we're real bad about that. And instead what that, what that does is it puts a lot of pressure and, it, and it's, you start to go after a relationship almost in a, in a desperation or to try to fulfill this, this thing that's wrong with you, this aloneness. And that could really lead to some making some, you know, maybe poor choices when you when you're trying to find somebody. And so uh, to to divorce those two things that if you're if you're unmarried, that doesn't mean necessarily that you have to be alone. And we were created for community and that when you when you become like more whole and confident and solidified with with your own identity, then you're able to like sacrificially give to somebody else. And so even somebody that's married, like understanding that and walking, going towards that is really powerful thing for your marriage. Yeah. It's such, it's a a really, that foundation that you're talking about um, building and solidifying before you get married is, is key to the rest of your life. And you're looking, you're looking to kind of create that rest of your life, but you're not, there's just so much unawareness of how important it actually is. Like, like you said that disconnect and yeah, I think even when you know, like it's, it's more of like, Oh yeah, I know, but you really don't. Right. And so that's part of the, like in marriage, Mm -hmm. like that's like something we should be pursuing as well Mm -hmm. because we lose that, but that's something we should still be pursuing in marriage. Um, Which is that man, when I, you know, when I do something that's maybe I'm down, maybe I lose my job and I get kind of depressed and I'm, you know, I'm not my whole self. Like Shanna hopefully has that connection with father and is filled up and is not relying on me for her happiness 
for her, you know, she's, she's being filled in all those places with the Lord and I don't complete her, but I compliment her. Mm -hmm. So if I'm not doing my part, she's still able to sacrificially give to me and the same vice versa. Mm -hmm. But if you're codependent and you're, um, you're leaning on each other in that way, then if one of you falls, like the whole thing starts falling apart. Yeah, really, really fast unraveling, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Wow. Well, I think your vo- both of your voices are um, so important to be heard. And, you know, as someone, I, Jeff and I, we've been married for almost 14 years. Mm-hmm. And so like this whole, like I have so many wonderful single friends, but the whole, the whole not being married thing is so far removed from my scope. Yeah. And that's why I just really value what y'all are doing. And I think I just want to encourage you to keep doing it and keep getting those ideas like the kingdom mingle and running with them. It's so valuable. And we don't even like, we know it, but we don't, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, for sure. There's a lot of things that like us too, like that we all, you don't know what you don't know. And again, that's just sounds like a surface level. I read this, uh, I read this book and it was like, you see what you're aiming at and he goes and he gets super deep on what that means. And so for me Mm -hmm. at that point, I was like, my mind is illuminated, like, holy, oh my gosh, that's so deep. Like Mm -hmm. you say that and it's like, oh yeah, you see what you're aiming at. Like (laughs) somebody commented on a Facebook post when I posted that. I was like, yeah, that's really comes in handy when you're going to the bathroom. Like like the most shallow like version of that. And uh, that's one of Shanna's, Part of Shanna's testimony is she uh, she was in college. You want to kind of articulate that, or want me to like go give the cliff notes? Yeah, I don't know what you're talking about. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, so before she got to college, she kind of just you know, yeah, Jesus loves me. Yeah, this, and then there's some things that started coming up that she like, I should know this, but I don't. But I'm afraid to ask, and so she just kind of stayed in this like shallow. Oh yeah, level. like afraid to ask, like. You know, mm-hmm. I, should, I should know these things about the Bible and I don't. And then given permission, like, it's okay to ask questions. And so once I did, was able to, like, focus in and, like, really discover who God was and who the Holy Spirit was in my life and what that was mm-hmm. like and everything and just completely opened up from shallow to becoming so much deeper. Yeah. yeah. With that permission, isn't that exactly. so important, isn't yeah. it? Because you don't know, like. And it's like, it's okay to ask questions, really? Like, you're not going to think I'm stupid and allow that. So that's something that we want, like, share with people and want people to know is, like, you may think you know, but we give you permission to think even deeper of the things that um, that you know about marriage or life or anything. Like, let's take off, like, oh, I know those things and tr- not trash it. But, okay, like, I know that, but is there something deeper in that and going deeper and going, going down more into creating an iceberg of knowledge yeah. in something? Cause there, you know, anytime you read the Bible, like you have something, you, you get something out of the passage and then you could read the exact same passage the next day and you get something even, you could get something completely different. And so the same thing with just different principles of life, like, you know that and then you experience something else and you kind of get that again and you go deeper into that understanding. So that's just something we want to give people permission to um, not just stay at, I know these things, like you don't need to tell me that, but really look at it and, okay, let's let's deepen your understanding of that and how you apply that in your life. 
Because um, I think every time we have a conflict, it's like, oh, there was another level of understanding on how we communicate. It's so healthy, isn't it? Yeah. Just, just the framework that y'all have established and are trying to share with people is so healthy and life-giving. Yeah. I love it. I really do love it. So um, I want to, I try to do this with every um, show. What are a couple things that you two are individually or, or together passionate about? What would you like to share? Because that's part of this whole connection is um, sharing the goodness. I think for me, one thing I'm really passionate about is, um, well, we know obviously marriage that we're very passionate about that, but um, I have two small children and um, uh, somebody told me that this was weird to talk about, but I'm going to talk about it anyways. I'm very passionate about um, nursing and Mm -hmm. just feeding them well, not that... um, you know, formula fed, all of that, like not getting into that kind of debate, but I'm very passionate about, um, for myself and my children, um, learning all that I can about how my body works and how it works for Mm -hmm. my children and, um, giving them that. Um, and I'm, and I'm able to, so I'm, it's, it's hard work and, um, it's something that I focus on daily to make sure that I'm Mm -hmm. able to do that. Um, so I'm very passionate about that and just wanting to to help other mamas that are trying yeah. to do that too, to feel okay. Like mm-hmm. no matter what you're doing, to feel okay with um, how you're, um, you know, taking care of your baby. And if you mm-hmm. have questions about like, this just isn't working or how do I get more milk or anything, like I just want to, I'm passionate about walking that through with with other mamas so that you don't feel like you're alone because in that time when you first have your baby, mm-hmm. you feel like you're so alone and you nobody has the answers. You don't yep. know what to do and you're sleep deprived and everything and uh, just walking people, um, mamas through that. No, oh, I love that. Yeah. Someone in your corner because there's a lot of people who want to help, but they're not. I mean, I had a lactation lady mm-hmm. help me, and she she was so rude, and she made me cry. I had to hold back the tears. Yeah, yeah just somebody that, like, at, like I had a mama. We had um, a baby at the same time, and she's a little bit younger than me, and um, we're both up at 3 in the morning, and I'm like, hey, just text me. And so mm-hmm. we're at 3 in the morning yeah. texting about, <laughs> um, you know. But our husbands are both sleeping. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> but you know she's asking questions because I've been through this before, and like, well, what do you do about this? And so, um, especially those first few weeks and months, and like, mm-hmm. feeling like, okay, like I'm up at the same time. Like you can text me, or you know, getting in, mm-hmm. into groups of that where you f- you feel like you have somebody with you. Yeah, because um, yeah. it can be very lonely, and like, I mean, you're not. A normal person at that point, because no. you're so sleep deprived and you're just like, <laughs> you have this new life and you're, I don't know what I'm doing. And, you know. Yeah. All of that all on top of all of the body. <laughs> yes. All the chemical stuff that's happening too. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I love that. Um, and Bo, what about you? Um, I think it's just a broad category. One of the things I'm most passionate about is reframing things to the, the proper Um, so like specifically, um, 
like Holy Spirit uh, can be completely misunderstood and either mm-hmm. um, kind of get goofy over here on one side or it can get, um, mm-hmm. you know, neglected over here and, and yeah. representing and reframing like, hey, this is the this is who the Holy Spirit is. Uh, same thing with Jesus. Um, same thing with mm-hmm. God, you know. Uh, mm-hmm. But then even within what we're doing with marriage stuff, like, man, uh, one of the things that we're, we're really passionate about um, right now, one of our podcasts is, you know, sex after baby and just intimacy mm-hmm. and, and re, re, de- reclaiming and reframing mm-hmm. like that this is this was God's idea and here's how to like maximize that. And so uh, it's really um you know, there's like this idea, uh, let's say like, like nursing and, um, you know, practical function for the, for the female, um, and, and that function of her body is to, is to feed her baby. But then at the same time, it says like, be satisfied by the breasts of, of your wife through your youth and how there's a, there's a dual function there and how easily it is to, um, like one of the, one of the big messages in that for us is, uh, like if you're not careful, that part of your life can can become, um, especially from the female's perspective, like more of a duty. Like I want to serve my husband and this, and and by the the greatest enemy of the of the best is is okay. It's good, and uh, and so in so many areas of our life, um, just reframing um, all of those things, the conflict thing. Like it's not about not having conflict. It's not about avoiding conflict. It's about like it's about having better conflict. Um, and there's just so many areas where it's like, wait a second, we're not polarizing on either side. It's actually in the tension mm-hmm. where where the, where the goal mm-hmm. is. Uh, yeah. So that's one of my favorite wow. passions. It's just reframing yeah. things to, to the proper place. Yeah, I love that. Y'all are y'all are neat people, and I sincerely mean that. So thank you. I yeah, I'm really glad we got to know each other better, not just through the Facebook group, but in real life. So do you want to share again um, how people can get connected with you? The best way to get a hold of us is probably through our Facebook page, I Am Truth and Love. And you can send us an email at I Am Truth and Love at gmail.com. Um, and we we answer everything if it comes. Yay. Oh, I just remembered what I was going to ask you. So are you both familiar with the Enneagram? Yes. Oh, okay. And do you know what numbers you are? I think I'm a two and a nine, I think. Yeah. I don't remember. And what about you? I don't remember what what I was. Yeah. 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 I, I, those are, I, Jeff and I are both nines. And as we were talking and getting to know each other, I'm like, I wonder if they're also nines. So it was just curious because I love the Enneagram. So um, I think if those of you that are listening are not familiar, there is a great resource. Um, her name is Beth McCord and she is at your Enneagram If you haven't looked at it, just take two minutes to look at it and it's, I really feel like it's for us, it's been like a life changing thing, but I was just curious nice. if y'all were what your numbers were. Cause, um, there's so I feel like there's similarities between each of you and my husband and I. So yeah. I think that was kind of cool. Anyways. Cool. All right. Well, yeah. Thank you, Bo and Shanna for being on today. I'm so excited. As I said, that I got to know y'all more and then to have, uh, hopefully further connections and I'm excited to see your um, 
your ministry, your business grow and your podcast grow and this new kingdom mingle, see that launch and um, just encourage y'all to keep doing what you're doing as you're doing it because it's so important and um, you're passionate about it. You have, your heart is there and be, I think both of those things are just going to be like um, things that keep keep you going and things that will bring success and um, love and all the things that you're looking for with it. So I, that's my encouragement to y'all. Awesome. Hey, thank you thank so much you. for uh, taking the time, having yeah. us on and thinking about um, inviting us on your show. Yeah, and, thank you. Thank we, you. Uh, we also, you know, really uh, pray that your show grows and that you uh, get to know many more people and, and kind of get their voice out there through what you're doing. This yes. Yeah, I love it. I love it. It brings me so much joy to just be a connector of people. So, yay, thank you. <laughs>